episode 73 of the biz talk with bill roy podcast welcome hope everyone's doing well thanks for listening our goal in producing this podcast every week is to provide you with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to wichita's business community there is no greater challenge for wichita right now it seems than finding workers to fill jobs. Companies across all industries say they're having trouble finding people to fill their open positions. The Youth Employment Program, led by the Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas, is one effort to create a pool of workers who are emerging from high school, who are ready to enter the workforce and be successful. The program expanded this year, and Workforce Alliance CEO Keith Long is here to talk to us about that. But first, some notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy wrote the cover story this week, the headline, Flying to the Future, New Technologies and Processes Promise to Change Business Aviation and Manufacturing. Daniel has a look at five technologies and how they can impact aviation and production in Wichita. It's a great package. It starts on page 16. This week's list, well, actually multiple lists, the highest paid public officials in the Wichita area, City of Wichita, Sedgwick County, Wichita State, USD 259, Suburban School Districts, and Kansas Board of Regents Universities. What are the annual salaries of your public officials? Well, they're in here, and they begin on page 19. Newman University President Noreen Karochi offers a guest column about the Business Education Alliance, page 28. This week we spend 10 minutes with Doug Henning. He's the President of Commerce Construction Services, page 31. Need leads? Well, we have them. Our lead section includes bids, building permits, court judgments, federal and state tax liens, tax liens released, new corporations, new lawsuits, and real estate transactions. There's a lot of good information in our lead section. That's on page 24. Back in a moment to talk about workforce and the youth employment program. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Well, last week, the Wichita Business Journal featured a guest column by Textron Aviation's Human Resources Talent and Global Business Leader, Maggie Topping. She is urging Wichita area businesses to join those who have committed to supporting the Youth Employment Project. Clearly, Textron Aviation has, the Wichita Business Journal has, and now Keith Lawing runs the Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas. Keith is here. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Really Bill. appreciate it. Well, first, in case folks don't know, let's establish some foundation here. Okay. What's the Workforce Alliance? And then I'll have you talk more about what the Youth Employment Project specifically is. Sure. Uh, Workforce Alliance, we are a local agency that manages primarily federal funds for employment and training. Uh, We leverage that with state and local funds and and resources from private industry and business here in the community. Uh, We also manage uh, four facilities here in South Central Kansas where job seekers can come and do a job search, where businesses can come to find the kind of talent they're looking for. Uh, here in Wichita, we're at 21st and Amendment in the New Leaf Plaza. We've got an office in El Dorado. We have an office in Wellington. We have an office in Winfield. And we work with state agencies like the Department of Commerce, uh, Department of Labor, Department of Corrections, um, Department of Children's and Family. You know, all of those agencies 
they have a, some interest in employment or they have some programs uh, working to, with their clientele to get them jobs. So what we really, we're kind of that broker. We want to leverage those funding. We want to line those services up to make it easy both for that job seeker, but also that business, that employer who's trying to seek qualified applicants. How many folks on your staff, roughly? Uh, probably about 50 working for us. But, you know, if you included our partners, you know, some of the agencies I've mentioned, there's some other smaller agencies. We're talking there's probably about 100 staff uh, in our organization. And your organization's been around how long? Uh, since 1999, uh, when the federal legislation changed, uh, we went through another evolution in 2014, but that didn't fundamentally change the structure, just kind of an update to some of the processes. And you've been in charge for how long? Since 2005. So you've been there 13 years. A few different business cycles. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've gone from one extreme to the other, and we're actually now back to the point we were really when I first started. You know, 2006, 2007, uh, a lot of the companies uh, were, you know, in the same boat they are now. There just wasn't enough skilled workforce to fill those positions. We went through that recession. The dynamic changed dramatically. Um, and now we've kind of cycled back to where, you know, where I think we, I would rather work this side of the problem right. than where we were back in 2010, 2011. It's better to have uh, not enough people for more jobs, it seems, yes. than to have it the other way around. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. So the youth employment program, talk to us about that. We have, we really got familiar with it a couple of years yeah. ago when we hosted a roundtable discussion. And uh, hopefully that uh, made a difference and got some more businesses involved. Oh, it really did. And we certainly appreciate the support. Uh, what started it was in 2009, in the height of the recession, the beginning of the recession, uh, the federal government allocated some funds to us to put kids to work over the summer. Uh, and so we had not done that for quite a while. And so we did that in 2009, 2010. And our board was really intrigued by that. The board thought that was a good strategy. One of the things we hear from employers is the workforce today, especially younger workers, tend to lack what they define as soft skills, showing up for work on time, uh, communicating well, working in teams, uh, paying attention. Um, and as we looked at it, we thought, well, you know, you need to have a job sometimes to learn those skills. Right. Then we also looked at labor market data and the uh, age from 16 to 19, the employment rates have been plummeting the last 30 years. There are much fewer uh, from that demographic and that age demographic in the workforce than there were when maybe you and I grew up. Right. And so the board said, you know, we this is a problem that we have some resources we could apply towards. And But we also realized the problem was bigger than just us. And so, as you mentioned, when we came here and started a conversation with you all, we reached out to the YMCA, the Greater YMCA. They have a job prep program, very similar to what we are trying to do. Uh, the city of Wichita has a program for youth uh, in some of their uh, uh, systems that, that they can work with. And we thought, why don't we do this together? You know, we don't have to give up our own identity, but can't we all combine and leverage our resources? And then we started doing some research around best practices. And, and one of two things that really struck us that we'd looked at other cities that had pretty successful programs. One, you needed to have the business community involved. The uh -huh. business community needed to see this as an asset and they needed to be direct participants. And the second was you should tie it to academic programs. Um, you should really look at maybe what a student's interest was, what their goals were, and give them an opportunity for maybe a summer job that would apply towards that. So, you know, again, we both reached out through you all and some help you gave us to the business community. And Mayor Longwell was very helpful in this too. And 
And then we also reached out to 259. I mean, they're really focusing on um, how they can provide career readiness as well as addition to college readiness or right. along with college readiness. And other school districts in the region are doing the same thing. So we had a ready mix of partners and it was really a matter of defining the, the program. And so what we do and it's very similar to what the YMCA does, is we, we recruit the youth in, we invite them to come down, but we give them pre-employment training. We take them into workshops. We teach them customer service skills. We teach them how to fill out a job application, how to write a resume. Uh, we give them mock interviews. We teach them financial literacy, uh, opening a bank account, difference between a debit card and a credit card, uh, what your paycheck's going to look like after a 20-hour work week, that there's little things that are going to be taken out of it. Um, and also as simple things as counting back change. I right. mean, you know, trying to prepare them as much That's as kind possible. kind of a lost art It, it really days. is. It really is, you know. Um, and so, again, things that we knew that would prepare them to be a little more competitive in the workforce. But then we also had to develop the job side of it. So, again, we reached out to companies and we said, would you be willing to hire these youth? Would you uh, bring a youth on? Do you have a part-time job? Do you have a temporary job that you can assign this youth to? And that's really where the growth in the, in the program has come over the last couple of years and we have gone from uh, subsidizing most of those placements that that was one of the hooks we could get a business in if you agree to do this we can subsidize maybe all or maybe half those wages and that's really not a sustainable model for us right uh, but what the business community told us well if you bring value if you can bring youth to us that that want a job that are sincere and um, ambitious goal-oriented understand what work is about responsibilities we will pay the wages and, and that's really been where the program has taken off and you mentioned the op-ed piece for Maggie I mean Textron Aviation is a great example of a company that once we define this program form they said well we haven't done this before but we see the advantage of doing it now right and, and so they're really on board so spirit aero systems and again we're not expecting companies to hire multiple kids i mean textron did 26 this year mm -hmm. spirit did i think 40 um you guys did one and that's perfect right. i mean you know we found a youth who was interested in journalism mm -hmm. so that's really what we would like to see is getting more businesses involved because this is an opportunity to grow that future workforce and it's much more than just a kid showing up and sitting in a chair all day it's it's more of an opportunity for them, and it's an opportunity for the business. As well. Yeah, and again, that's really what we want to do. I would rather, um, you know, it, it, businesses. We want to provide real work, right. and, and there can be a shadow component. You learn about the business you're in, so it is a bit of an internship. It maybe not as defined as a college internship. Right. Um, you know, for example, Susan B. Allen, uh, uh, some last summer or summer before last, I should say, 2017, they had to digitize a bunch. of of hard copy records. And that was just somebody sitting in front of a computer and doing data entry. They would have probably ended up hiring some temp workers anyways, or giving that assignment to somebody who really wasn't their job in order to get it done. So we, they had a project, we brought them some workers, and mainly these were all youth who looked at healthcare as a potential future career. So they were able to work in a hospital setting on a specific task. And so that business got value out of that assignment. And certainly those youth, uh, I guarantee you, learned a lot about what it's like to be working in a healthcare facility. 
program's been around for a couple of years now. Yeah. Talk about how it has grown over the last couple of years. The um, And again, this is where I'm so pleased, but in 2016, when we were kind of feeling each other out in the partnership and we weren't quite aggregating all of our numbers together, what we reported was that we put 56 kids to work. And that summer we did not count the wise kids but and the city of wichita but they respectively probably added maybe 100 150 to that total so we're still below 200 realistically total um and of those 56 and i'm just talking about the workforce alliance side of it six of those positions were funded by employers so we were subsidizing uh most of the positions so 2017 that number grew to 423 job placements. That's a big jump. Well, we, we leveraged the WISE right. kids, and we leveraged the city of Wichita youth in there as well. So that did help the jump, but still, that is a very impressive jump. But the most impressive thing to me was of those 423 jobs, 166 were directly paid for by employers. Uh, which, again, to me demonstrates there was, there was this value. It was recognized value in this. So this past... Um, year 2018 we, we just finished our numbers and that's one of the reasons maggie put that um, op-ed piece out but we have jobs for 687 youth and of that 466 of those were directly paid for by the employers wow. and we really hope to get to a position in this we want to grow it because i have no problem with going to a business and offering to provide a bit of a wage subsidy if they would participate in the program. But I would prefer that that business be a small business where, where that extra set of hands for a few weeks over the summer could make a real noticeable difference and right. help that business grow or a not-for-profit entity. You know, uh, I'm a not-for-profit, you know, mm-hmm. we're always struggling for funding. There's always more that needs to be done than you can do. So again, that's a way that we can provide value to the economy overall, to the community overall, and, you know, spirit and Textron or the Business Journal. I mean, you guys, you know, you can make that investment. Um, There's other businesses that certainly can make that investment and do. Uh, High Touch Technologies is a good example of a company that's really come along and seen value in this program. Um, And and so we want to continue to grow it. We want to get more employers on board because we want to give youth a variety of opportunities. If a youth is interested in becoming an architect or an engineer, I want to be able to plant them in one of those companies so they can learn the business and that will help that youth define what their academic goals need to be what kind of success they need to have they will learn what kind of careers are available what kind of how much money does this career pay is this something i want to get into um and and so again it gives them some direction and the other thing you know again you talked in your opening about the challenge for workforce right now for for all of our companies we need a way to try to anchor some of our youth i think a lot of youth think there's nothing for me to do you know i want to do this and there's no kind of business around here they don't know what they don't know and this gives them a chance to expose them, you know, and see what opportunities are there. And they may decide, oh my gosh, I can stay in my hometown. I can be very comfortable here and I can make a great living. That's where the investment pays off for the community right there is that you've got some kids who have been through a job situation. They have some of those soft skills that companies have always talked about they really need. And uh, in four years, maybe after college or two years after an associates, they're coming into the workforce 
and they're ready. Oh yeah, and one of the, again, we're trying to line this up with strategies that are going on in the community. Right. And f- and one example would be the new aviation pathway that USD two five nine and WSU Tech now put together. So if we do this right, and I think we're doing it right, it's very likely that you could see a youth um, graduating after maybe spending their summer between their junior and senior year, and, and that maybe job at Textron or Cox Machine. Or Spirit Aerosystems, but with that aviation degree pathway, leaving high school with that associate's degree and a high school diploma and walking into a very well-paid job at one of our manufacturing companies um, immediately. And we think that can happen. In fact, this year, uh, Spirit, some of the youth that Spirit hired were over 18. They just graduated high school. Uh, They had a a great experience out at Spirit over the summer, over eight weeks. over half the youth that Spirit placed were offered full-time employment. Wow! So, you know, this is both kind of filling that future pipeline, but it is also addressing an immediate need that some of our companies have. And again, you know, we've talked about this for a long time. College is not for everybody. Right. It doesn't mean your education's over. In fact, it doesn't mean that you might not still go to college right right out of high school, and maybe a job is really what you need immediately. Uh, This would be another tool and another vehicle to allow those youth that kind of opportunity. The program has grown a lot in the last few years. Uh, We're just coming off the summer, uh, and so over the winter, people who are running companies may be thinking about, well, okay, I heard about this on the podcast. How do I get involved? So... Keith, how do people get involved if they want to? We're literally planning already for 2019. I had a meeting this morning with a group of partners. Um, At this point, I would say the easiest way would be contact me directly. Right. And my phone number, and I'll throw it out there, is (laughs) 771-6603. I may not be the person who's going to work that business owner or that business executive through the process, but I will get you in the door. And that's the other thing, too. I don't want employers thinking you're on your own. We are going to provide tools and resources to figure out a way that you you can bring a youth into your system, into your business. And it doesn't have to be the same as what Spirit's doing or how you guys are doing it. It will be tailored to that employer and that business and the kind of experience that they can and they want to offer a youth. If somebody's listening to the podcast, they're in their car or they're walking, they may not have a pencil to write that number down. Just give me a call. Just contact me here at the Wichita Business Journal, and we'll give you all the information that you need to be a part of this youth employment program that has uh, grown a lot over the last couple of years, and hopefully will grow a lot more, and it's an investment in our community. Keith Lawing, thank you very much for being here. We you appreciate bet, Bill. it. Thank you. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 73. Again, my thanks to Keith Lowing for coming by and talking about the Youth Employment Program. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.